What up, y'all? It's your boy Kevin on stage, and I want to tell you about Black Married and Debt Free, okay? They're a couple that paid off $110,000 in debt in 2017, and now they want to educate and inspire millennial couples to do the same. So what I want y'all to do is subscribe to their page. Go on YouTube, go on Instagram, and get the following going at Black Married Debt Free. It's everywhere, all right? So if y'all don't want to be broke no more, you want to be debt free in victory. Then go follow them, Google them, look them up, and see what they're talking about because don't nobody want to be broke. You feel me? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Welcome home uh, for the, our family, and welcome for our first time listeners. Uh, Shira, I am beat. I am tired. We had a crazy weekend, but a great weekend. How are you feeling? I'm doing good. You know, it's Sunday evening. Yes. Um, and like you said, there were a lot of things um, on our calendar this week. Was it? This weekend. Um, but we were able to see some family, some yes. friends. And though I am exhausted, it was all worth it. Yeah. I think that's a great way to describe this weekend. Shia, I want to talk about this, though. You know, we paid off our debt. We immediately started contributing to our retirement, started investing in out-of-state real estate. Y'all know the story. Y'all know the vibes. And one thing we didn't really prioritize in all that is to stop and smell the roses and mm -hmm. stop and, and go on some vacations and self-care. You know, we could always be better about that, right? We did mm -hmm. one great vacation last year, our first vacation in a long time to Hawaii, and then that was great. And we're yearning to go back. We're yearning to do something like that again. But you know what I've noticed, Shire, is that Gen Z seems to always be vacationing, right? They're they're always in Dubai in these nice places, Belize and Cabo and all this. How are they doing this, Shire? And how can I how can I be down? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I want to know. So I need your help with this one, Shire. What you got for us? Yes. Well, hopefully we're gonna find out. We're taking a look at this article on CNBC. Mm-hmm. And it's titled, Gen Z's don't have a lot of money, but they're traveling anyway. Wow. Um, it says that Gen Z's aren't easing into the travel market 
they're exploding into it. Wow. And despite their youth and comparatively low income, more than half of American Gen Z adults are frequent travelers, having taken three or more leisure trips in the past year. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think the first thing that I, and I'm sure this will, you know, the article is going to talk about this, but Shire, how are they even getting the time off of work to do that? Because I think that's one of our biggest things. It's, it's getting that everyone's schedules together. You know, I guess Gen Z, a lot of times are single people. So maybe it's a little easier, but all right, I want to hear this. I want to hear how they're, how they're doing this. Yes. I mean, that's a valid point. Um, but they said that they're traveling more because it is more mainstream okay. and that they are broadly exposed to travel inspiration through social media. That's facts. Yeah. So there's a <laughs> quote that's shared from this consulting group that says, in short, they're being raised in a society where travel is more prioritized than it was for past generations. Mm. If we could stop there real quick, Shire. Remember, I was just telling you, I was thinking we were at your mom's and I was telling you like how my family, we never spent the night anywhere mm-hmm. in my whole childhood. We never like stayed at a hotel for overnight. It was only that we would go there and come back and like we would go to like Reno from Sacramento or we would go to like Great America and like in San Jose or whatever. And then we would come right back home. <laughs> Do you think that was because my parents? Well, no one really was really exposed to travel like that. Like it wasn't no internet. There was no, you know, easy way to book tickets and all this. I don't even know how they book tickets back in the day. How did they do that (laughs) on the phone? I don't know. You know, but another thing that you brought up was how did you know where to go? Yes. Because like having a GPS like in our phone is like second nature (sighs) to us now. And that's a luxury that they didn't have. They didn't have you know, uh, Yelp or, yes. you know, all of, you know, social media, like the article mentions right. and like all these other, you know, places where you can learn about places to visit, yes. read reviews in different places. Like they just didn't have that. And so though your family was going up the street and right. coming right back home, I'm sure at the time that was really big for you yes. and for your parents, they were probably thinking our parents never did this for us. So, <laughs> so it just seems like, oh, you know, yeah. with each generation, we kind of get more exposed. We get more exposed. Mm-hmm. We take, you know, a, a step out, you know. Yeah. Um, but Gen Z, they just, they're they just on a, a whole nother level yeah. um, at, at this point. Yeah. And it looks like social media is really a playing into their decisions to prioritize travel. Yes. Um. Yeah, so another section in the article says, big plans, little money. Gen Zs, uh, those are individuals who are born between 1997 and 2012. Okay. They're traveling more than Gen Xers and baby boomers Mm -hmm. and are on par with millennials. Um, But I think they might be exceeding us a bit. Yeah. So it says, unlike past generations, Gen Zs, aren't waiting until they have high paying jobs or a nest egg of savings to travel. Okay. Rather they're finding ways to fit it in their budgets now. So what are your thoughts on that? Because I think especially when we were in our journey to pay off debt, Mm -hmm. if we had a choice to like travel or prioritize saving or paying off debt, I feel like we would lean more towards paying off debt and saving versus 
the travel. Yes, Sharon. Now, this is a big... I wasn't sure if this was going to come up later, but let's just go there now because I think this is a big thing. I honestly think the best way to do it is to find a balance between the two. But I think just speaking specifically to what they're doing and how they say they're just prioritizing trips over over finances, right? I think it's going to come back to bite them. I think it's a little... (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit of the like the naive because all young people have that, right? When you're young, right, you feel like you're gonna be healthy forever. You feel like you're gonna figure it all out at some point. Mm-hmm. You don't. You're not really thinking about five, ten, fifteen years down the road until you're really like deep into your thirties, and then you start thinking, you know, start deep getting further into adulthood, and you start saying, okay, I got a plan. But I think when you're in your early to mid twenties, like these Gen Z, man, they just like, hey, man, I'm gonna figure that out later. Right now. I'm going to just do what I do. And I do think it's going to go back, come back to bite them, Shy, because me and you are seeing that in our own lives that, man, if we would have just started five years earlier or 10 years earlier, man, we would be here by now. And so we finally got it right. But just think about where we would be if had we done it at the age of some of these Gen Zers, right, instead of traveling and stuff. But I don't know. What do you think, Shy? What do you think? Because I feel like you may have a different outlook on this. I mean, I think that's a valid point okay. that, you know, in 20 years, 40 years, mm-hmm. the topic of conversation could be uh, these uh, what struggling are Gen Z. Okay. How Gen Z is struggling to to survive, to save for retirement, yeah, to save for retirement. you know, so I, I don't I don't really know. I, I think yeah. that I like the idea of balance. But how do you balance like how much, you know, should you have saved before you take a trip? Right. You know, like, so right. I think that we say balance, but not everyone knows what that looks that like. Looks and it like. might look different for different people. I I do like the idea of having um, life experiences yes. and different adventures. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much a homebody, mm-hmm. but the times that we have traveled are some of the most cherished times of my life. Yes. And so I think that, it's a great thing that they are traveling, yeah. right? But you want to do so uh, responsibly. Right. And a conversation that we've been having in our own personal finances is, are we saving too much? Mm-hmm. So much so that we are um, not having experiences yes. that we can afford to have but we're trying to save so much and we uptight and it feels like we're broken ain't got nothing yep yep (laughs) so and then you have you know that's one in the end of the spectrum and then you have this other uh you know uh group they ain't got the money but they doing it you know what i'm saying (laughs) right right (laughs) um yeah it's i don't know it's tough man but yeah Uh, some would say maybe the balance is uh you know, maybe doing the whole, like I said, like we're ta- looking into like the whole travel miles and managing miles and building travel points. And maybe someone would say, well, that's your happy medium where you can do that stuff like looking that. Looking for discounts and discounts stuff. So that's and, like a yeah, hack. Exactly. Like, can I use a hack to right, travel? But right. I mean, you can use hack, but you still going to have to come, out, to of come out of pocket. Something. Yeah, usually. Okay. So uh, the article does share that only 11% of Gen Z's who travel frequently come from households earning 100000 or more annually. Mm. And most, 61%, say they earn less than 50000 per year. 
Ooh. How are you traveling with less than fifty thousand a year? It's, when it, that's just enough to make the to help you live. Just to really. get right. Wow. That's interesting, Shire. Right. And another thing that I found um interesting is that, you know, of course they talk about how Gen Z's they do their best to find um, deals when they travel. Okay. Sometimes they'll look for the cheapest option. Now that's something I don't do. Like if I'm no. going to a hotel and I know I'm going on a trip, I don't look for the cheapest place. Okay. You know, <laughs> you don't, um, I'm looking get... at stars Man. reviews and I'm willing to pay more. Um, but obviously I'm not a Gen Z and I'm yeah. at a different place in my life. But Gen Z, they are prioritizing that. They're looking for cheapest options when traveling. Yeah. You know, so, for example, um, if you're going with a group, you might want to get a, a, a whole Airbnb or a whole house mm-hmm. to yourself. But, mm-hmm. you know, they'll they'll settle for a room in a house, you know. So, sure, they'll do the hostel type vibes. Right. Like when they just stand in this room for a night and then the next right. night they're backpacking to another location. And, you know, so, like, I do feel like, Gen Z are more experimental with it. Yes. Where we's like, yo, let me get a five star hotel. I need, I need a, a, a rental car when I'm there. I need this. I need that. Like, that's kind of being a more of a seasoned adult. You want more amenities, whereas young people were willing to just kind of rough it out a little bit, just yeah. for the, just just to say they did it. You know. Yeah. And another thing that is interesting um, in this article, it says that. said they expect to get financial help from their parents Mm -hmm. when it (laughs) when it comes to, I guess, their travel and other expenses. Uh I know. Right. Wow. But I mean, maybe that's a positive thing if you got it. Okay. Well, we talking, we we, we took about two different things then because yeah, do you think that wow, they're looking for help from their parents you think they live at home i mean they could could be looking at the age range they're still relatively young well that's a whole different ball game then because i feel like you got that support system to where fifty thousand might actually be more than enough for you to live or it is more than enough for you to live if your parents are supporting you with letting you live at home or even supporting you with a little allowance i don't know how it works but yeah this yeah that kind of makes sense then. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can. Yeah. But then the language is that they expect. Now, that's crazy. They expect to get. So that's it's crazy. not necessarily that they are getting. So I don't know. It just could be how they how they worded it. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, Shia. Your uh, Taylor goes away to college, you know, 18. She comes back for the summer of freshman and sophomore year, and she wants to go to Cabo with her girlfriends. You gonna let her go, or you gonna pay, give her a couple, put a couple dollars in her pocket? What's the vibes? What, what, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's like so far in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Knowing Look you, you me. gonna do it. Like, <laughs> all right, no, you. Look, I'm coming to. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Also, they found that 83 percent of young adults said they plan to cut back on non-essential spending. So think about like some of the luxuries that you enjoy, your occasional coffee, the things that, you know, things that you get that you don't have to have, but you get them because just because you can, you know, so it sounds like 
they're willing to cut back on those things so that they can save money um, for traveling, according to um, the survey. So that's really interesting because I feel like we cut back on those things because when I just try to think of the things that I get that I do just because they're not the lat list is very small and your list is very small that likewise but we're cutting back to invest mm-hmm. and save and stuff they're cutting back to do trips to travel like the reality is is like me and you could be these hyper travel people right now if we really wanted to we could literally be traveling every multiple times a month if we wanted to are you teasing me but we wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with this? Do you have right. a stash of money I don't know about? Well, we wouldn't be able to invest into our future though if we did that. You know. But see, that's but see, that's the thing. Okay. Right, because you're going very uh, extreme. You're you're like, um, honey, we could travel, but we wouldn't be able to save. Mm-hmm. But you were just talking about balance oh, at yeah. the beginning okay. of the podcast, okay. and so that's. Where that's why I say the tricky thing is balance. Yes. Like you literally just said you could do this or this. Well, okay. So you wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to travel multiple times a month if we wanted to say, but we could travel a little bit more and save a little less. So that would be kind of be the balance. You know what I mean? Uh, You would be saving less and traveling a little more than we currently do. But it's just like, you know, me and you, Shire, we're kind of like extremists. No, I think you're extreme. I definitely am. <laughs> I definitely am. I'm like, if I'm if I'm going to do this, like, there's very little gray with me. And I think, well, I'm kind of getting off on tension here, but I think that we've even talked about that in regards to, like, marriage and discussions. You'll be like, you're more nuanced. You're more, Marcus, well, is this and this? Well, I, I didn't say this. And I'm more like, yo, Shire, but is it? A or B. And you're like, well, let's talk about A and B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so for me, even in this topic, it's like either I'm going to be a vacationer or I'm <laughs> going to be a super saver. And I can't really, I feel like the middle is just like you're not doing anything 100% when you're in the middle. Why am I like that? Is that bad? I, I don't know why okay. you're like that. Okay. But I'm glad that you have an awareness <laughs> That that I do. is your stance yeah. on certain topics. I can't do middle, man. Uh, but, but do you think that there is a middle? Yes, there okay. absolutely is. Okay, that's progress. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so they're traveling. They're willing to cut back. They don't have to stay at a five-star resort. I guess these are also tips, too, because I was because yeah. we talked about, well, how do they do it? That's, that's a lot of so, yeah. So, and I guess one of the questions is, can you travel and still uh, save and invest at a rate that you're satisfied with? Mm. That's my question to you. What do you think, Marcus? I think the answer is no. You can't. <laughs> now you, you can't do it at the rate you're currently doing. Well, yes, but I don't think that was the question. Okay, we're, we're, t- tell me the question. The again. question is, me, can you travel and still save um, at a rate that you can feel good about? Okay. Yes, I think you can. I think that, you know, there's a there's a happy medium there. Like, for me, man, I feel like I don't want to contribute less than 30% of our, of our income to retirement. You know, a lot of people say... You know, you pay, you pay off your debt and uh, start contributing 15% to your 
15% of your income to retirement and you'll be a millionaire. And it's like, okay, that, I mean, that sounds amazing, but let, let's break that down with that 15%. When will I be a millionaire? Number one, a lot of times it's in your sixties. And then am I, are we talking a multimillionaire? Because I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it hundred with y'all a million dollars. Ain't going to cut it. 1.5 ain't really going to cut. You need Mark. to be a multimillionaire. You need to okay. have a multimillionaire trajectory. To, mm-hmm. If you really want to, this whole generational wealth thing we're talking about, a million dollars ain't going to do it. Let's just keep it all the way real, Shire. So my for thing most is, people. for most people. And so, it also depends. Okay. Because some people have a pension that's providing right. guaranteed income. That's fair. Some, like everyone has different living situations. They're located yeah. in different areas. If you want to stay in high-priced California. And some people make a lot of income, Shire, so 15% is a lot. Yes, but that you know statistic of 15% really applies to a younger person. Okay. So, oh, right. I wish I had too. it. Oh, I wish I remembered like the the number, but it was in their their early 20s. That 15% rule is golden. Um if you're starting starting early enough. Start starting early. But what happened was I would say that we were not uh on our finance uh, vibes, vibes, <laughs> journey in our twenties. Nope, um, we weren't there. Yeah, and then you know, uh, then we start focusing on on debt. Yes, and that, so that kind of goes that into a... that tunnel vision thing yes. that we were just talking about. Yes, you have that. I had that when it comes to paying off debt. Mm-hmm. And there was a period of about two and a half years where we didn't contribute yeah. to retirement because we we're focused on those things. So when you go through your twenties and you're not thinking about your finances mm-hmm. and your early thirties, you're paying your debt off. You're paying like two, your debt years. off your student loan debt, but you, but you could have, we could have saved been, for retirement, for retirement, you know, yep. and I, I do recommend that folks consider doing that. Yes. I'm not saying Please that, do. You know, a lot of people say, well, I've done it. I have no regrets and I would do it all over again. You know, that that's come on now. It's not us. Come on. Mm-hmm. You would you would do everything the exact same? Right. Really? OK, I wouldn't when it comes to my finances. So what you're describing is our situation. Yes. Where we didn't really have that financial fi- uh, foundation. Yes. Until we were older. And so that's why we have to save so much right. <laughs> because we're playing catch up right. in and, a lot of areas. And I think that that plays in the back of my mind. So I feel like to answer your question, 30% for me is like, I don't want to dip in that much lower than that now. But if I say, but I also want to be a traveler, I want to travel. I want to do Hawaii once a year for sure. And another small trip, I want to do two trips a year where we get on a plane and we go somewhere for a week. That's going to make that's going to cause me to contribute more to more like 20 percent. You know what I'm saying? Or more like 22 or 20. He's you know, not doing the math, y'all. Just so I'm not doing know. the math. He's not I'm sitting just, here with a calculator. He's no. he's giving an estimate yeah. of what he. OK, yeah. <laughs> I'm like you're a math whiz. <laughs> so it's like, am I OK with that? You know, what I mean, what's that look like long term? How many years do I tack on to the back end? Well, maybe you're not I'm tacking gonna... on any years. I mean, so that you might not be tacking on okay. any years. You don't know. Shire's an optimist. I like that. Well, I think you have to, um, it goes back to that whole discussion of balance. Okay. Because we don't know what the future holds. Shoot, I could be gone in 10 years. You know, and I don't want my whole life to be, I'm not here to be a money-making machine. Okay. Okay. 
there's a whole earth out here. Oh, I believe God made the earth. Okay, I'm not, you know, but if you believe mm-hmm. Big Bang, that's you. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sure it was clear. a bang. Okay, um, you know, but I, I, you want to have experiences. You want you to have do. lived a rich life. Mm. And I think that there are some things that you can't necessarily put a price on. Yeah. I'm not here to just make money. That's not, I mean, there's more to life than that. And I think that it is important to find a middle ground because one of the reasons why the Gen Zers (laughs) are prioritizing travel is for mental health. Like that's what they say. Man, they big on that mental health, ain't they? I ain't mad at them. They're big on that mental health. And, you know, I think we should be uh, big on that as well. Self-care. All that stuff. Self-care. These words didn't exist when we were like teenagers. So shout out to Gen Z for... For prioritizing, for prioritizing that, that, you know, stuff. I think we can learn from all generations and eras and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, but just being able to take that, the, your financial uh, foundation, yes, your good habits, but then also saying, okay, I could still have good financial habits and I can go somewhere. Yeah. I don't have to be stuck in the house all the time. You know, maybe you're not going to Dubai. Did you say Dubai earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Dubai is not even on my bucket list. It's where the okay? rich go to play. <laughs> nah, I want to check it out for sure. But that's probably because of social media, and that's yeah. why the Gen Zers are out here traveling now. But right. anywho, I'm sure there's cool things in Dubai. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I I I think that it's good to have experiences, mm-hmm. and it's good to prioritize things that you know, are hard to, I guess, put a price on. Right, right. Your kids need those experiences kid needs too. Those experiences. Because you talked about yeah. what travel was like with your family. Yeah. We went up the street, we came home. Yeah. So what will our kids say about us Yeah. if we just say, we're not going to take you anywhere because we want to save money? Right. That's a good point. That's a really great, excellent point. And then I always say this too, Shires, like, you know, let's do this little exercise to everyone who's listening, okay? <laughs> okay. And it may be different for everyone, but, you know, just kind of just feel where you are right now, like uh-huh. physically. And just, you know, do you feel any aches? Do you feel any pains? Maybe some of us do, you know, but for the most part, feel pretty good, right? You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like too many like a nagging injury or a sore knees or hips or whatever or if you do maybe it's not as bad right now right think about like a nagging ailment or something that will prohibit you from being able to travel a sickness or something like that and it's like when you think about it like that this is like yeah this is the t- this is the time i feel the best that i'm gonna feel right now like this is the time when i need to enjoy and travel and do things you sitting over here waiting you know <laughs> you we only gonna the body's only gonna get a little more more weak it's gonna get only gonna get older as we age stiff you know so you're not going to feel i don't want to say you're not gonna feel better because i mean because you could you could yeah, transform your body you could transform, transform your body transform your yeah. mind but you know you're right shire to to try to put these things off until your 70s and 60s 70? i'm not go- marcus that went too far with that one. I don't know. When I'm seventy, I'm gonna be at home. 
<laughs> watching children, watching grandbabies, yeah. watching the neighbors' babies. Or uh, there's that, Shy, where you've built up this. I, I don't. We just don't travel thing, right? And then you're in sixty, you can travel. You can, yeah. And you don't. You don't. You don't. Because you're just like travel. I, I've never done that. What What's the point? You're right. missing out. You're really missing out. So yeah, so some good I, points. You know, we can learn some things from Gen Z. Yeah, I think you can learn some things from Gen Z, and you know, Gen Z can probably learn some things from us, yes. and we can learn from each other, yes. and we can grow, and we can get better, and and all of that. Yeah. So we want you guys to chime in on this and let us know. Yeah, is there can there be a balance between travel and financial say you know financial literacy or be, reaching you know, your goals reaching your financial goals like yes can there be a balance yes or no we want to know so we want y'all to hit us up in the review section of wherever you listen to this podcast we we're checking those on the weekly uh and while you're doing that just go ahead and leave the five stars you know what i'm saying to 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 to, to, to be nice to us we really appreciate it Shai, do you got any final thoughts on this um I guess my last question for you is, are we going to be, travel, be traveling this year? Are we getting on a plane? Somebody's plane this year. Um, I don't know if we're getting on a plane. <laughs> we will travel. Okay. We got, hey, we anniversaries mm-hmm, next month. Mm-hmm, we're going to mm-hmm. do a little something. Got a little something book. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope we get on a plane, but I don't know. Yeah. We just, you know, might yeah. do little things around town. <laughs> <laughs> we're but gonna create experiences create experiences but i think this podcast has us thinking i can see you over there thinking i'm thinking, boy. <laughs> I'm thinking i got to get out and i like that yeah yeah all right y'all well we hope you enjoyed this episode of the black mary Death free podcast and we're gonna holler at y'all on the next one peace bye